OCO, Taishu, Shadanalai. I'm Jay Winter Night Wolf, the originator and host of American Indian Indigenous Peoples Truths, Justice for All, the most dangerous show on radio. One tree can start a forest. One smile can begin a friendship. One hand can lift a soul. One word can frame the goal. One candle can wipe out darkness. One laugh can conquer gloom. One hope can raise your spirits. One touch can show you care. One life can make a difference. Be that one today. OCO, Taishu, Shadanalai, Ayajego Lawaya Sanoi. I'm Jay Winner Nightwolf, and this is the American Indian Indigenous People's Truths, Justice for All, the most dangerous show on radio. My special guest today is a person that's not new to the Nightwolf show. He's I interviewed him a couple of times in the past few years. And this is my brother, Tony Duncan. And Tony Duncan is a champion hoop dancer. He's a musician, and he plays the native flute, among other things. He's also a father, a husband and a father. Tony, welcome to the broadcast, man. Hello, hello. It's good to be here. It's good to share a little bit of um, some of our stories and trying to also, um, you know, I guess do a little something while we're um, on this uh, Mm -hmm. whole situation here at home. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Tony, you know, I was very impressed with your last album. As a matter of fact, I featured it on my show several times, and I interviewed you. The album Purify, what a great album. What inspired you to do that? I do a lot of performances, um, do a lot of uh, traveling, and one of the places that um, I was taken by the music and by my dancing was over into Sedona, Mm -hmm. Sedona, Arizona. And as I was in Sedona, I actually went a little bit um, hiking around, and um, that area is very significant, very um, sacred for my on my father's side of the Apache mm-hmm. people, the place of creation, San yeah. Carlos Apache. San Carlos, yeah. And uh, as I was there, um, it had a, a great feeling of, of renewal, a great feeling of, of healing. 
Um, and so I started to play some of my flute music. Every time I would go out there, I'd find a spot there and play a lot of flute music. Eventually, um, that energy, that feeling, it always left me feeling um, in a good way, helping to finding that inner balance um, and that way of kind of finding that, that good medicine. And I, I would leave feeling a lot better than um, about, about going on my day. And so I wanted to create an album that captured that good medicine, that good energy as a way um, to find balance. And so um, I created the album Purify. I used a lot of flutes that I had never used before, which were very deep uh, bass flutes that were almost the size of like a baseball bat. They're yeah, huge flutes. with the heavy, heavy uh, hollow resonance. Exactly, exactly. A friend of mine from um, Tuba City, his name is LeVar Thomas. He he made these custom flutes for me that were just these huge, deep-sounding tone that uh, really, when I would play them, it would just go just straight to that feeling of, of being connected to Mother Earth. And um, it was a very powerful, powerful mm-hmm. energy when I would play over in Sedona. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what inspired the album. Absolutely. So, Tony, you know, you learn so much from some of the master flute players, such as my good friend and brother, R. Carlos Nakai and John Rainier Jr., and uh, your father, Ken Duncan. Mm -hmm. All of these great people, learning from them, I think it culminated into who you are as a a musician. What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I was taught how to play. Actually, I was taught how to make flutes. Uh, before I started playing them, um, my father used to make flutes a while back. So when I was at, uh, maybe about 10 years old or so, I started to make flutes with my dad. And he would, um, my dad had a lot of workshops that he would, he would travel with and he would go to different universities, different schools, and he would teach flute, flute making and such. And so um, I was his little, uh, like his apprentice, and I would just travel with him and I would carry the, the different types of um, bags uh, in yeah. the bucket that had some of the flutes in there. And uh-huh. and then, um, so that's that's how I eventually uh, was was uh, brought up with uh, making flutes and then also playing playing the flutes from about when I was a child, yeah. We're playing Under You, and uh, I want to play a couple of minutes of this uh, this cut from your, your CD, Purify, on Canyon Records. You know, the people at Canyon Records are my very, very close friends. So let's play a couple of minutes of this, and then we'll come back and talk, okay? Sure, sure. All right, bro. some of it on my cell phone that's great that's great Mm -hmm. good to hear so tony um 
I understand that you're from two nations. Your, your, your dad, the San Carlos Mandan Hadasta tribes from Fort Berthel in North Dakota, White Sheep. Um, is, this is where you get your two styles of dance and music, am I right? Uh, your hoop dance yeah, and, yeah. and a fancy dance. Yeah, yeah. My mother, um, my mother brought us all up, all of my, my brothers and my sister, my whole family. Um, my brother brought, my mother uh, brought us into the Powell, Powell circle. And so we've been, all of us been dancing, you know, since we're in the tiny top division. And, yeah. And, uh, we, we just grew up, grew up as, as little dancers. And so for my mother's people up into the Dakotas, uh, we always would go into the summer times up into hit the Powell circuit. And, um, I started dancing, uh, fancy nets. And then, um, I also picked up hoop dancing later on as well. Um, but, um, yeah, I started start doing Powell style coming from my mother's side. You know, I, I, I understand, too, that you are a dad and a husband, and I'm looking at this amazing picture of Tony Duncan, his wife, and four kids, right? Four? Yes. Okay. And your your little boy, the one, you know, he's you all over again, that smile. It's just, it's just captivating. Is he a chip off the old block? Do you think he's growing up that way? Yeah, yeah. His name's Naichi. Uh, one son and uh, three daughters. I see. And uh, my son, yeah, my son Naichi. He's he's also a fancy dancer and then he's wow. also a hoop dancer. How old is so, he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Naichi's eight. Oh well, he's he's, just, old, yeah. he's falling right in line of the family tradition. Exactly, he is. Yeah, he's um he's learning uh, hoop dancing. He's been hoop dancing for a couple of years now. Wow. And, um, he just started, um, he's been fancy dancing too, um, since he can walk. So, um, same way that I was, I was brought up in the, in the powwow circle. Um, he was also brought into the, into the circle at a young age. I understand you toured with Nakai. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, even before the, before that, I've always, um, I've always, as you, the same way, you know, I've always followed his music and inspired by his music and, uh, his music has always um, been a big part of my life when I was, even before I um, knew anything about, about flute music, just the sound, the sound that the flute, uh, I remember hearing it all the time when I was a child. Eventually I would, I would find out that, you know, it was, it was um, from the album Changes. Yeah, um, that, I, got, what, I love that, that album. His very, yeah, his, his very first album Changes, it, it came out uh, the year I was born. And, yeah. um, yeah, it's just interesting, and so that album is what I kind of learned from. There's a song called "Whippoorwill" on there. Yeah, um, yeah. that was uh, the very first song that I I learned on the flute. And my father, he would have me listen to that album and play um, the different songs from it. And um, eventually, I signed with Canyon Records, and I, I did a a tour with 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 R. Carlos, and um, as well as Joanne Shenandoah. We did a tour. Um, over in in California, and we went to a bunch of different college universities and all over the place. About like about a, a month and a half or so, two months, we did some some perform a lot of different performances. Um, they brought in some piano players and wow. other musicians. It was an, it was an amazing tour. Yeah. Well, this this may this may surprise you, then it may not surprise you. Joanne Shannondor is like my sister. You know, when we first met years ago. She immediately adopted me. I said, "Why?" She said, "Because you got Indian soul." <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, her, uh-huh. 
Her and her husband, Doug George, we've been friends for years. Tony, let's uh, let's talk about your children. Uh, and I know it's a challenge that now they're home from school because of this coronavirus uh, pandemic. How do you balance that, having your children home with you all the time? Um, yeah, well, definitely um, it's, it's uh, quite the event at the house, you know. My daughter, uh, Manaya, she's my oldest, and so she's still doing the online classes, um, even though her school is, is all out. Yeah, she's doing some online classes with her, her, um, her from her her, her classroom, and uh, as well as my daughter Natanis. Um, she's only in first grade, and she's still doing some of her online classes as well. So we try to keep a a little bit of a structure with some of their 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 um, classroom curriculum, and I try to also we go in the backyard and we do some different types of um, exercising. I'm myself. I'm a I'm an avid runner. I've been doing some different workouts in the backyard, mm-hmm. um, doing some different cardio stuff. And so, because it could be, it could be, um, they can be inside and playing video games and doing all of this. And it gets to be something that I don't, I don't want them to be so stagnant because we're inside the house for so long. So we try to have time where they're going to be doing some of their, their, um, their work from school type of online stuff. And then we do some physical activity outside and, then we also have some free time for them, and they like to do some of the stuff like uh, watching maybe one of their their Disney movies and whatnot, and uh-huh. try to keep everything moving. But yeah, then I have my youngest, is <laughs> little, is only three years old, and so she knows nothing about stress. <laughs> and so um, she knows nothing about stress. She knows nothing <laughs> yeah, about stress yeah. because she is stressed. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So she she just kind of flies around with the um, roller skates here and there. And, um, so she's, she's only three, but um, yeah, yeah, so definitely. And then we've been doing a lot of practicing with hoop dancing and practicing with jingle dress dancing. And wow. there's been this thing called um, social distancing powwow that's been online. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that's a really, really cool if you go on Facebook and look up social distancing powwow, they have like, I think as of today, they had like 125, 125,000 uh, people that are on there right now. Wow. And so it's a huge group of people that are, have been signing up and just posting their own videos of, of dancing, of videos of singing. How do we, how do really we inspiring? Yeah. How do we find that website? Uh-huh. And uh, if you go on Facebook and just type in search um, uh, social distancing, uh, social distance powwow. Oh, okay. And um, okay. it's it's really a really great um, a great thing that that I know um, that's been put together. And um, I'm trying to remember the name his name that started it, but um, you can you can see his, his okay. name. I really would like to credit him too because it's it's a huge endeavor that they're putting on, but my children love to go and they watch, they watch different uh, dancers that are their age. And then they get to dance along with them. They can see singers and flute players. And it's just a really cool community because you get to see everybody. It's kind of like being at a powwow, but like at least, but it's, you know, it's on at a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, um, let's talk about your wife. I understand that your wife is a prolific writer of children's books. Yes, yes, she's um, she's actually just finished this month, actually, or the month of last month, the month of March. Uh, it's really a really unique book that she's been working on, and she finally released it. Hi, how are you? This is Jay Nightwolf. Hi. 
And oh, hi, Dave. <laughs> My name is Violet. Violet. How could I forget that? Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at a picture of you and your family. Your, uh, I don't want to say it because his head might get us, but your, your handsome husband. <laughs> and, <laughs> you can and, say that. And your, yeah, and your beautiful kids with your little boy with this smile like the sunshine. Um, mm. I, I know you're a writer. Mm-hmm. Would, would you please tell us about, you know, your adventures as being a writer, especially a Native woman, and what is it that mm-hmm. you write about? Sure. Well, uh, my very first book was called When We Dance. I wrote that for our first child, Manaya, when she was just a baby and learning how to dance. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's kind of like a memoir to my life, um, being with my mother. My mother teaching me that when we dance, we dance for our elders, we dance for those who can't dance anymore, we dance for those who are sick and who are healing, and all that good energy goes to them. So this is not about competition or who has a better outfit. And um, the best way to get that across was to kind of, my daughter wanted to hear that same story. So I turned it into a story, the Mm. teaching lesson. And uh, other people liked it, and I was like, cool. So I put some illustrations together, and um, it just it just went really well because people were like, oh, this is a really good t- teaching tool. And then uh, we had our son, and he's a hoop dancer like crazy. So it was a tribute <laughs> to him. It's called Let's Hoop Dance. And it features Nike and Tony in the backyard learning how to hoop dance because hoop dancing, it just has really good um, teaching. It's about being connected. It's about circle of life, how we have respect for the animals, for the plants for ourselves mm-hmm. and um so that was just really important to have and um that that was just natural to come and this last book i am native um wow. is really for it's for their peers in school when we would go to the our kids schools and we do dance presentations they would be like oh we didn't know you were american indian and native american and i'd say well you know we're cree and, and my husband is Apache and Rikrahadatsa and these are our tribes. And they go, oh, so do you still live in a teepee? And do you oh, still God. ride horses? <laughs> and we're like, we're like, no, there's no horse packed out there. We got a minivan and we live just down the road, you know, in this town here. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so frustrating to still 2020. Have to, we're still being asked like that. So have, I Am Native mm-hmm. is, is that. It, it, it shows a ballet dancer on one side and a jingle dress dancer on the other, showing that we do ballet and jingle. You turn the page, the little boy is playing basketball. Same little boy is hoop dancing. Right. It says, I am yeah. an athlete. Yeah, it's like crystal clear. I'm like, there's no mistaking. This book took about three years to come out. And now that it's out, it's doing the job. We never get those questions anymore. <laughs> I know. And you know what? When you mentioned ballerina dancer, the first person that came to mind was Maria Talch. And she mm-hmm. was one of the greatest ballerinas in the world. Oh, uh, the prima. She was a prima, prima ballerina, ballerina, which and means she was the best in her class. Yes, yeah. she was. I knew her. I had an opportunity to talk to her. <laughs> Yes, I know. Oh my God! I just love that woman to death. She was, she was <laughs> all of that and a bag of chips. Um, <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. How can how can my listeners uh, get copies of your book? 
You get a copy today at com. And if you purchase today, it's Multicultural Children's Book Day. So I'm giving a free gift with every purchase today only. Okay. Well, listen, I'm going to definitely go, <laughs> go there because I got grandchildren and great-grandchildren. A bunch of them. Oh, well, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I definitely want to get copies of your books because I got, I know, three that I can think of right now that need to have your books in their hands with 100% yeah. attention with Grandpa standing over them. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to read awesome. this book, boy. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice talking to you. Do you have anything else you want to tell us before I talk to your wonderful husband, my brother, my friend. Yeah, no, just thank you so much for the opportunity. We just love to be able to reach those that we can't reach, and we always appreciate and value these opportunities. And give your website again. www.violetduncan, V-I-O-L-E-T-D-U-N-C-A-N.com. Okay, great, great. So um, (laughs) if you start getting a whole bunch of hits on that, you know where it came from, right? Yay! <laughs> During this time of shows canceling left and right, that would be amazing. Absolutely. So um, my prayers are with you and your family. Uh, we're all going to get through this anyway, you know. And you mentioned something about uh, singing and dancing and drumming. We have a history of dealing with serious uh, problems and pandemics and all of that stuff throughout uh, the many years that... that um, We've been on the planet, and there's always the dancing, singing, and the drumming. And uh, mm. I am so appreciative of the talents that Tony has. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a short break and play one of Tony's songs and then come back to the conversation with Tony. And uh, and you can feel free to jump in, you know, because the women are always in charge, Tony. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I grew up under strong women, my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my aunties and cousins, and you didn't get a chance to have the last word and if you were a boy in my house. (laughs) (laughs) You you might have gotten smacked in your mouth, you know. But anyway, we're going to come back to you in a couple of minutes. Please don't go anywhere, Tony. Thank you. 
welcome back to the American Indian Indigenous People's Truths, Justice for All, the most dangerous show on radio. I'm talking to a friend and a brother. His name is Tony Duncan. And that was a cut from his album, Purify, Restoring Balance. And I think you all need to go to canyonrecords.com and get a copy of that. That is a very soothing, relaxing, deeply, spiritually, emotional album and I got to congratulate you on that one, Tony. You you hit a you hit that out the ballpark. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you. So, Tony, um, I mentioned to Violet that um, we as Native people have always used the drum, the flute, our voices, and other instruments to ward off danger and to deal with uh, pandemics like this pandemic that we're going through now. What's your take on that? We've always used the drum. Definitely, as I was always told, you know. Um, our, our music, our dances, you know, they're um, done for healing. They're done for protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are certain songs that are done, certain um, songs that are, they, they sing at different times um, that bring that energy, that, that um, way of healing. And even just the movements that we do um, as a dancer, you know, um, I always put a little bit of um, that sweet grass put a little bit of that sage, you know, in your moccasins because you're mm-hmm. uh, not just, uh, not just dancing to dance, you know, you're, you dance to heal and to, to bring good medicine, good energy. So definitely at this time, you know, that's what I really, really lean towards as well. It's our, that those healing songs and those healing dances, you know, um, now is the time, you know, to, to, if you're not a dancer, you know, to even to learn and to maybe um, ask questions from elders or even songs in that same way. And so, and if there's someone is a dancer or if there are a singer, you know, I think it's the time to, to try to teach and to try to be open teaching a little bit of those songs or a little bit of those dances. Mm-hmm. It's a time to, time to connect, you know, with um, those original teachings and those original ways of healing. Tony, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I hear so much about uh, how only in certain parts of Indian country that this um, coronavirus has affected, especially the Diné people, the Navajo people. Um, how about your community? Any cases out there yet? Um, I know in San Carlos they initially um, had thought early on they had thought they, that somebody had tested positive, but then they ended up, um, it wasn't, it wasn't a positive, so um, they've been just as in as with everybody else. You know that the testing has been really the issue, um, mm-hmm. um, hard hard to get different testings done. Um, but I don't think um, that there was as of today. Everything changed; it's so fluid. Um, I know that there there wasn't um, much um, in in the community over in San Carlos, but. Um, and then MHA, I think there is one that they, they did have a, a case, uh, over in the MHA. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I mean, I, I think as, as we go down the line, there are going to be uh, a lot of different cases and, you know, even in, like you mentioned, the Navajo country, um, they have really a high amount of, of cases now. And, um, and so definitely you would think you know that it's, it's so isolated some of the places um and but you know it's it's just a, a fact of trying to stay inside and to try to um um 
prevent a lot of the the different cases from even happening by staying inside and so that, that's what we've been doing a lot of times and trying to tell some of my my um family members you know we've been keeping um tabs on each other through texting and mm-hmm. such and um mm-hmm. and everything like that but yeah i mean this this um whole coronavirus it, it just it's just been traveling everywhere you know and so mm-hmm. but yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure um in san carlos they that um it hasn't they haven't had a haven't had a case um but um you know i know everything everything really does um change it seems like hour to hour yeah um i know i talked to someone in in um cheyenne river uh yesterday in south dakota and and they put a lockdown. They they locked down the reservation themselves. They're not letting anybody in there unless there's a, a tribal member that's returning from a, a medical appointment. But as far as outsiders are concerned, if you don't belong there, you can't come there until this mess is over. With. Um, mm-hmm. I know that you know quite a few communities, especially up north out here, uh, they're affected by it because you know New York City. Uh, is right in the heart of uh, Indian country out here. And um, I haven't gotten a word back on how many people got sick, but this is a time for us all to reflect and to, you know, people that you know from the powwow circuit from different parts of the countries, country, if you got their number, call them and say, hey, how you doing, you know? You know, just get that reacquaintance going and, and share that love. And uh, this, too, will pass, you know. Um, I see this as just being one of the most craziest challenges to not just Indian country, but to humanity worldwide. What are Mm -hmm. your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I know when you start to think of um, so many of the the numbers and um, these different statistics and everything, it just can be overwhelming. Um, so it definitely is a, is a time to, um, I even pull away, you know, from, from, um, a lot of the, the, the television or even the, you know, on the internet, anything like that. And just to kind of re recalibrate or try to find balance, you know, through music and, um, try to find that good, that good, um, energy once again, that was, that was around before all of this, um, within there. but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely um, a really trying time, and I know it's um, going to be a, a part, uh, you know, of our of our lives. But you know, it's it's just going to be a something that we'll be able to look back and say that you know, mm-hmm. it's something that we learned from. You know, maybe we'll 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 learn a lot of lessons from this, and hopefully, we'll it'll help us to also get closer um, to our our relatives. You know, just not not just our our. Um, immediate family but you know but our relatives you know absolutely our our friends you know you know friends and our our father out you know that that we can come back stronger you know yeah we're gonna go to some more of your music tony can you hold on for a couple of minutes mm-hmm. okay cool
that's a, a song entitled Emergence from uh, Tony Duncan's album, Purify. And any of you out there that's listening, I know you felt some relief and some, 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 uh, your vibes will be in touch, your good vibes will be in touch through this music. And I would suggest that you go to www.canyonrecords.com and check it out, you know. Um, nothing's wrong with having good music in your presence, especially music that speaks to your soul, music that can help you get through a day. And with what's going on now with this corona pandemic, we need all the help we can get, but Native people have always relied on our music, our drum, our flute, and other instruments to get us to the next point in life. And we really need some help now, all of us, entire human family. You know, we all need some help. And I, I really love this music, Tony. This is so, so good music. You there? So, thank you, thank you, appreciate it. So, Tony, um, there is going to be light at the end of this tunnel. Now, how we how we come out at the end of the tunnel, we can only wait to see. But for me personally, the Creator has always been in charge and is still in charge. And uh, I know a lot of our people feel the same way. Tony, your 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 spiritual connection to uh, the one that we call Creator, Lakota. Takashila, or in Cherokee, Yahweh, you know, you've always been grounded, and I think that came from your roots, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, another um, another thing that I was always brought up with as well as um, our, our songs, you know, um, they're also a form of, of that way of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have prayer songs, um, protection songs, mm-hmm. in that same way, and so um, it's always everything is connected, you know, everything is connected to um, a spiritual way, you know, even with our dances, you know, they often say that it's a prayer in motion. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, it's even, you know, as we're going through all of this, um, this, this uh, troubling times, you know, uh, we always lean on that way of prayer as well. And so um, that's what's really helping uh, get a lot of. Um, indigenous people all across Turtle Island, you know, helping us get through through all of this is um, by sharing these songs and dances because it's that way of of, uh, of a prayer. That's right, the that healing. Of, it's the healing. Of, of yeah. healing. Yeah, exactly. So um, I know I spoke to your wife, and hopefully I can get to speak to her again within the next fifteen minutes. Uh, any of your children around? Or, any, or have you sent them to bed yet? <laughs> oh, they're 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 just winding down for the day. Yeah, yeah, they're just winding down. <laughs> just watching a little a little uh, Frozen Two. <laughs> well, whichever one you want to pull in on this on this uh, this uh, broadcast, I I would be greatly appreciated because I would like to get um, how they feel about being home with mom and dad and their sister sisters and brother. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Manaya, my daughter Manaya, she can probably. Okay. She's uh, she's a jingle dress dancer and also uh, she's an avid storyteller. So she's been learning some of the stories. Okay. Hi, Manaya. Hello, Manaya. Are you there? Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. This is uh, your uncle that you don't know, Jay Nightwolf, in Washington, D.C. 
and you're on my radio show right now. Really? Uh, yeah, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? I'm 10. Wow, you're a big lady. Um, let me ask you a question. How do you feel being out of school and home with your your mom, your dad, your little brother and your sisters now instead of going to school? How do you feel about that? Um, I think it's cool that we get to spend time with our family since we don't have to go to school every day. Uh-huh. And, like, we get to, like, relax. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's been really um, good so okay. far. Okay. And I understand that you're a jingle dress dancer. Mm-hmm. How long you been doing that? Long time? Um, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> so do you participate in competitions? Mm-hmm. Do you participate in competitions, jingle dress competitions? Yeah, when we used to go to powwows, we um, used to have competitions. <laughs> so let me ask you another question. What do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be? Um, That I am still thinking of. Ah, right answer, sweetheart, right answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really been nice talking to you. And, uh, it's hopefully, been nice talking to you, too. Hopefully sometime in the future I'll get a chance to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to put Dad back on the phone? Okay. Okay. Thank you, Manaya. You're welcome. All right. Hey, Tony. Tony. Hello? Hello. I'm back now. <laughs> Uh, so who is this? Is this Violet? It's Violet again. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, that's a wonderful little girl you got there. Mm, thank you, uh, uh, Manaya. Yeah. What does what does that name mean? Manaya. Well, when we were pregnant with Manaya, we wanted to have a really strong name, and we wanted to make sure that every time somebody said her name, they would be speaking in her ancestors language uh-huh. so manaya manaya is a taino word for like a uh, hatchet weapon and taino people they're originally from the islands cuba uh, uh-huh. and uh yeah they're very just gentle beautiful people and i mean it's gorgeous if you go to cuba and they walked around practically naked they had mm-hmm. no reason to war but they would have one deadly weapon called a manaya and that would mm-hmm. come out only during serious war times and so we called her manaya as a, she's a very sweet little girl and we knew she would be but, but she's our secret weapon very sharp well you know what thank you for complimenting my people because i'm cherokee shoshone and taino ah sweet uh, <laughs> yeah my mom is taino <laughs> where is she from cuba <laughs> santiago de cuba yeah <laughs> my uh, my grandmother was from old San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh wow! So maybe that we're... is so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. It's, the world is so small. It's so it small. It is. It is crazy. Um, but I, I just want to express something to you that's happening to a member of my family right now. She's um, actually my cousin, um, Taino cousin. She's the first. Um, native woman to be elected to the new york city council from the bronx mm, oh my gosh and she huge was, congratulations holy yeah. so she was on the indigenous people's run from uh north to south on the east coast and she got sick in tennessee and oh. uh, she's been in the hospital now for two weeks with coronavirus 
And uh, any of you out there, you know, if you know a prayer, a song, her name is Vanessa Inaru, I-N-A-R-U. She's she's actually my second cousin. Uh, Her grandmother and my grandmother were sisters. So, you know, I would just be so happy if you would offer up prayers, you know. You don't have to do it now, but, you know, Mm -hmm. later for her because— She's done so much for Native people all over this country. And uh, mm-hmm. and I just ask for your prayers. And I know the prayers from your people are just as strong as prayers from yeah. other people. Let me tell you, um, our son, Naichi, he has this real uh, gift. He's like our little medicine man. Uh-huh. And uh, every time, you know, when you go to bed or when you eat dinner and you say prayer, mm-hmm. well, every now and then he, he feels it in him. And he's he's eight years old, so uh-huh. he's just he's and he's a he's a rambunctious, wild little eight year old. But every now and then he gets this he gets this little feeling, and he makes us all come together, and he says a prayer, hmm. and it's really like me, me and Tony don't speak the way he speaks when he prays, hmm. and I'll let him know. So he'll he'll definitely he doesn't forget. He never forgets. Like he's. Mm-hmm. He, he's uh he was born in june but he's like a scorpio like he never forgets <laughs> so when i tell him about vanessa i know for the next couple weeks he will include her in every prayer that he has so just let her know our family she's in our prayers literally Naichi will include her into our prayers because he's just that kind of soul that that does that and he prays very deeply so definitely every night couple times a day but every night uh night she says a prayer for anybody who who's suffering right now and mm-hmm. that is actually why we're dancing when we start to dance we say a prayer and we say all the energy mm-hmm. we are being really selfless right now and all this beautiful energy mm-hmm. is going out to those who need it and and that includes mother earth and her children and that means like the plants and the animals and and definitely the human being, and uh, let her know that, that we have prayers going direct to her. Oh, thank you so much. They they actually put her on a ventilator yesterday, um, and it's not looking good. But you know, we know that that we know who's in charge. Mm-hmm. The great mm-hmm. the great spirit, or you know, whatever name mm-hmm. we we call him, we know the great spirit is in charge. And thank you so mm-hmm. much for that. Thank you so much. So. What we got here? What we got? Healing prayer. Okay, we're gonna play the healing prayer from from Tony's album, uh, Purify, and then I want to come back and talk to Tony for a few minutes before we close out the show. And uh, Violet, I want to let you know that you got a place on my show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my ta- my Taino cousin. Who <laughs> <laughs> so would have known? You know, yeah. people think that there's no more Tainos. They're here. Uh huh. Here. You, uh, when my grandmother was living, you wouldn't want to tell her that because she would come after you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's how we have to be, yeah. Because every time I introduce myself and I say I'm Cree and Taino, are you sure there's more Cree? So I'm like, you're looking, you're, there's more Tainos. And I said, you're looking at them. Well, you know, look my, at my grandmother, look at my grandfather. My, my engineer, my very good friend, uh, Mo Thomas, is Cree and Cherokee. <laughs> so, yeah, those those crees. 
They got around. <laughs> and we're and we're all related, right? Yep, we are all related. So let's yep. go to um let's go to this healing song from Tony, your husband Tony Duncan's album Purify. And then we're gonna come back and talk to uh talk to Tony and you again for a few minutes. Cool. Okay. And that was a healing song from uh, my brother's album, Purify. And I call him my brother because he is my brother, Tony Duncan. Tony, are, are you with us? Yeah. Tony, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. And um, my heart is out there in Arizona. I was just out in Arizona this summer, and, and uh, I know I'll be back out there again next year, maybe, well, maybe this year, hopefully after this mess clears up. And when I get out there, I definitely want to come and see you, bro. Oh, definitely, definitely. You gotta meet the kids and everything. Yeah, have oh, a great. Yeah. I can't wait wait to meet your son, man. Because <laughs> he sounds like a real pistol. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Tony, um, do you have any closing thoughts you want to leave us with? Um, just the the thought um, and put it out there you know that um, everything that we're going through you know it, it, it definitely will pass and um, hopefully you know we'll, we'll take this time um, to reflect on our on our style, on our lives and that we'll try to become better people out of it um, mm-hmm. for me I try to to um, really connect even more with my children and to try to even have a stronger connection with my wife, and mm-hmm. um, as we as we even tell different stories um, that I grew up, different stories of how I grew up, and um, try to um, show that with my children and teach them different things, and um, try to help them. You know, I definitely want them to feel like um, we're secure. You know, and I want them to have um, that good feeling, that good energy with them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything, everything will will um, come back to a good way, you know. And it's just a time right now that we need to lean on each other and definitely be kind um, with one another and um, try to help each other as much as we can. There you go, Tony Duncan. Thank you so much, my brother. I love you, man. I love your thank family, you. and and uh, we'll talk again real soon. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's, it's, it's always a an honor. Absolutely. So I want to close the show with these words, these closing words. Um, As Tony Duncan mentioned, that that we should all be about helping each other. 
It, it makes no difference the color of your skin or the color of your eyes or the texture of your hair or the clothes you wear. And my grandfathers used to always say, you know what it's really all about? And we were little kids and we'd look at them and say, well, I don't know, Grandpapa, tell us. He said, it's how you treat my heart. That's what this is all about. Take some time to re-examine yourself. Examine your relationship with the deity that you call your God and pray to. Take some time to get to better know your family. Take some time to get know, to know your, your neighbor down the street or the people that you see at the bus stop when you do go to work, when we can go back to work. You know, none of us are without fault. Another thing that Grandpa used to always say, if it's not about all of us, then it's about none of us. And I'll leave you with these words, Danada, Kauai, Waro. That's in my Cherokee language. Until we talk again next week. I'm Jay Winston Nightwolf, and this is the American Indian Indigenous People's Truths. Justice for all. Talk to you next week.
If the white man wants to live in peace with the Indian, he can live in peace. There need be no trouble. Treat all men alike. Give them all the same law. Give them all an even chance to live and grow. You might as well expect the rivers to run backward, as that any man who was born a free man should be contented when penned up and denied liberty to go where he pleases. We only ask an even chance to live as other men live. We ask to be recognized as men. Let me be a free man, free to travel, free to stop, free to work, free to choose my own teachers, free to follow the religion of my fathers, free to think and talk and act for myself.